Welcome, welcome everyone to episode 12. And today's episode is me discussing the the really the rise, the energy that we saw a lot of um, the episode was recorded the right after the Women's March weekends, where we saw so much catalytic fire of that of that G2T vibe, of that Guru Goddess Tribe vibe. The vibe was out there, and look how it mobilized. But there was a really, really interesting thing. So those of you new to my podcast, thank you so much for, for, for coming in. My name is Dr. Lisa, and I'm an integrative physical therapist. And today's episode is sponsored by Audible.com. Audible is an amazing service that lets you on your car rides, taking the kids around, getting to work, getting back, and those in-between sidelines between games. Get your book, get your knowledge, get your information. So click on the show notes on my Libsyn podcast page. It's www.audibletrial.com slash owning her health. And you will receive a free 30-day trial, free trial, just for clicking on that link and getting your book on. So buckle up, get ready for an amazing 30, 35 minute chat on how you can be owning your own health through that goddess wisdom and where we were talking in terms of taking that maybe fear catalytic action that came in with the recent women's health um, proactive surges for protection and moving that into the next level of trust and confidence in ourselves and in our sisters. Owning Her Health is up right now. Welcome to this episode of Owning Her Health with your host, Dr. Lisa Holland, PT. Join Lisa as she starts the conversation on what it really takes to become a healthy, wealthy, and whole CEO of your life. Listen in to real talk by real lady leaders in all walks of life as they open up on personal health stories, wealth, career, and feminine abundant living. Learn how to grow by owning your body, expanding your mind, and aligning your soul with the purpose only you can pursue in this world. Happiness begins with owning her health right now. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for joining me for another episode of Owning Her Health. Dr. Lisa Holland, PT, here on talking to you on February 3rd. This should go out February 3rd. And it's going to be an episode that is right before the um, the special Valentine's Day episode. Actually, it's going to be coming to you, let me double check, on the 2nd, it looks like. So we'll get that sorted out. The first, the first Tuesday in February, we're going to get that out there. But um, you know, and, and it's, and it's, and I wanted to make sure that this episode I'm coming off right now, the, the wonder, the wonderment and excitement of the women's marches all over the United States, London, um, France, uh, looking at pictures of all over, even Antarctica had a picture with women on a boat in front of, in, in Antarctica. I mean, this was global. And, and the thing that strikes me so much and is so perfect for this episode being right before the Valentine's one, which is with, uh, lawyer Erin Jackson, who has a wonderful story of how she took her personal pain with pelvic 
dysfunction and, and pelvic pains into her brand new story with her blog and her initiatives in Chicago and even in her own private practice with her husband um, for her personal and professional health and wealth is because that was all that's all about body love as well and those choices that we make. And so I wanted to make sure that this episode, especially after this wonderful, wonderful, wonderful weekend we had of seeing that feminine empowerment could take a step further into what we're really talking about. In those marches, we were at the very primal level, the base, the root of fear. And it goes down to our human nature. And human, human nature is to survive. It's not necessarily to thrive, unfortunately. And so we do see a lot of people, you know, sick from lifestyle choices, um, things that they think they need to do to survive, such as drink too much sugar or eat, consume too much sugar or not sleep because of, of work cycles and things like that. Um, but the reality is that we need to get out of that cycle and that goes into lifestyle medicine. But if we can take that up a notch and, and understand if once we move past the fear, then we need to start with the trust. And I think what we saw that was amazing was this unity, this, this very tribal community. And that's exactly what the Guru Goddess Tribe is about. That's exactly what my flow, what I call my hashtag curvy hustle that you'll see me, me put out. Because the way that we work, the way that we lady boss is instinctually different than the masculine. And we're not saying it's better or worse. What I'm saying, it's just more natural. And it's always going to be less stress and more success going into your natural aligned vibrations, going into your natural ways of doing it, doing it in your nature. So that's just common sense. And, you know, if you have a real problem with it, then just post me and tag me and, and, and let me know someplace on social media or, or underneath the podcast on the Lipson page or my, you know, when you download the iTunes, if you have anything to say, let me know. I will get you some research on that because, the, you know, it's, we, when we feel safe, we thrive naturally. But the next step needs to be trust. And that's what we saw and what I think people are feeling right now after these women's marches we defied the fear, the fears of going because of the numbers, because of the community in our nature. And one of the things I do study, if you look at the letters after my name, you'll see CAP. You know, sometimes these credentials, they have the same letters for different things. In mine, it's, it's, it's a certified axiology practitioner, um, which basically means that I study value. Human, what humans find is value, the quantitative and qualitative analysis of that. And the interesting thing, which we can use that in terms of, you know, uh, less complex words saying your, your behaviors and your motivators. And then we look at that against the psychology of normal human development. And we look at that in terms of the psyche or the health of a woman and my, as a women's health coach and seeing how we work, our natural attributes are, and they're tribally are. When we look back in history at how matriarchal societies work, how in general things worked back before some of the patriarchy and hierarchy models, it was more of in matriarchal societies, a commune. In fact, communities came about 
from the hunters and gatherers going off, the males going off, and the community makers, the conversation makers, the ones that were going to gather in circle and take care of the families, of the children, of the services that needed to be done to support the success of the hunters and gatherers. I mean, come on, ladies. It was kind of nice knowing exactly what to do in a certain role. What wasn't nice was being told we had glass ceilings if personally as a human being we decided we wanted to go hunt and we wanted to go gather. And what is also not nice is if a hunter or gatherer person decides to change their role and they're ridiculed for wanting to be this the the stay-at-home, the stay-at-home dad or the stay-at-home mom. And I think that's what we're seeing now because you know I'm 44. I'm 44 years old, so I was born in 1972. And it was very natural in, in my growing up in the 80s and 90s. I learned very well the masculine way at being a leader. And that's just because there was just not a feminine way to be a leader. There was not a representation of a feminine way. There were women who were breaking, you know, the rules per se. They were always told there were, you know, there's the historical uh, stories, Eleanor Roosevelt and, you know, so many people that discovered things that they were like breaking the rules. And eventually people said, what? these are stupid rules. Like, why are these the rules? Because I have a vagina and a uterus, right? So then we started having these marches and we started having these talks and we were successful to the point where we said, okay, there's not a rule. You can go to school too. And you can, but now we have other barriers, right? There's, there's a, there's a, there's a glass ceiling. So if you follow my Instagram, Dr. Lisa Holland PT, you'll see some of that attitude of the guru goddess tribe, the G2T, um, vibe. And, that's about that. It's it's a feminism, but it's not about anti-man. So I, I hope whoever's listening to it, man or woman listening to this, understands that none of the Guru Goddess tribe vibe, none of what I'm speaking of right now and what I'm about is about anti-man. In fact, I think that our masculine side is very helpful or, or anti-masculinity. Um, what I am is anti-glass ceilings. And I wrote that on my Instagram post on one of them under uh, one of the goddess wisdom 101s. I'm just against having a glass ceiling because I have a uterus. You know, I can understand if my cognitive ability is not there or my physical ability is not up to the task at hand. Um, those things can be trained to some extent. And if pertaining to a certain thing, I can't meet it, male or female, then that's even. But when I'm given a glass ceiling, and I think that's what we're seeing, we saw fear. We saw fear and a lot of those signs and amazing creative signs which showed that creativity, bringing that beauty, you know, that's our attribute. That's what I want to massage. That's what I want to promote. And that's what I want to see. So I'm looking for the fellow leaders here. I'm looking for the ones that want to shine. And a big intention of, of this podcast was to start her conversation. And who is her? She's a member of the tribe already. She's the inner, inner goddesses inside. You have several. You have several who you are born with um, that you can hear better. You, you know, you can think of being in with your, with your Wi-Fi in a certain area when you're moving or on the phone. You have that, you know, Wi-Fi coming in, that capability everywhere. But it's certain places you hear it clearer. 
And we have that at different ages between the guru gal and the maiden and the mama and the matriarch. But if we were able to listen deeply enough or angle ourselves just a certain way or, or be in a more open space, we might be able to hear all of them at once. And, and that's what we saw at a very primal tribal level was that fear evoking a lot of those signs, a lot of the coming together of the community for protection. Because again, human nature is to survive. But what I'm hoping is that what we're feeling right now, this euphoria of like literally, I mean, I cannot, I cannot remember. And, and somebody could, could chime in on a post on one of the social medias where they see this and get to hear this or on my Lipson podcast page or the iTunes podcast page. I, I, I don't remember a time where there was so much of an energy in unison, that feminine vibe coming together at the same, any, anybody, any vibe, any vibe. I don't remember a war bringing people together as much. I don't remember a policy, a political policy. I don't remember a financial happenings that did what happened yesterday here in, in the world in terms of these marches and these record numbers of a gender and it, you know, and, and the people who support them. And my hope is that that is the sign of rising Shakti or that feminine energy. That's what we call it in the yogic science of that wave of going, moving from just survival being the catalyst to now going into that next region of trust that we need to have to have that confidence, which ultimately we saw. We were able to bound together. If we have other people, if we can have that web of, of support, if we can have that circle. And that's what these conversations are about as well. Creating the opportunity for you to chime in and be in the circle with me, for me to bring these wonderful women, to bridge these wonderful, wonderful, strong, vital, creative groundbreaking lady boss women pushing the boundaries, pushing the edges of their chosen profession into new ways of doing it or leaving it all behind and doing a brand new thing and showing in a lady boss way how that gets done in a feminine touch. If I can do that, I can then give you the web of support. From that level of trust, we can be confident in our voices so that if my voice is small, if I feel my voice is small, but you are chanting that mantra, you are chanting that word with me, you are saying that same message, then our entire vibration increases. And so you may see me saying, you know, hashtag it takes a village because 100% it does, which, which is why we need to, you know, get better, you know, get that out of our system, that, that, that more dominating competitive masculine, linear process of leadership where there's only one king and go to the way that the lioness who would stand behind, and I don't mean literally behind, at the side physically, but behind the, the leadership that she had, but then collect all the other lionesses who were the ones really organizing things. And they had strategy. There's nothing wrong with, you know, being at the top of wherever you are. 
I don't think in the feminine vibe means being alone. And I think that's where a lot of us got sick. I think that when we needed to thrive, they, you know, society just didn't understand. They, they don't know what that looks like. They don't know. I mean, like I can bring in, let me bring in pop culture. So they don't, they didn't know how there could be an Oprah dominating media who is right there bringing up her gale, right? <laughs> they, di they didn't understand that. They didn't understand how someone could be at the top with all she has and be right there sharing all of this stuff with her friend Gail, helping her rise in some other way in, in, a, in the similar industry. You know, the, the more, the old school thought would say, well, what do you do? Like, they have to work at it. They have to work just as hard as I did. Well, you know, they have, no, a feminine leadership says, if you can help me, let's be in a strategic partnership because it's going to make the whole thing easier. We are more mission driven. We are not as objective driven. It's not in our nature. I'm not saying that, so, that that doesn't, I'm not saying this is not a hundred percent, right? There's all bell curves, but in general, if we were to go with what our nature is, then we would, re, because we work in cycles, that's our physiology. That's our natural physiology, which we're messing up tremendously because we're exposing ourselves to too many things that are throwing our cycles and our, our body, our subtle body of communication off, right? Communication is very, very, very important for communication. That's why we have so many emotions. That's why we bring them in our conversations. That's why I'm emotional right now, right? It's a dance. It's a flow. You know, if you look at, if you look at very primal rituals, there's dance, there's music, there's curves. It's not linear. And success in life is not linear. It's not linear in the, in the sake of, of, um, what exactly each of the points are that get there. It's linear in the way that we look at research. You know, when we do research, we get a bunch of dots on a graph and then we go and we draw a line and a beautiful straight diagonal from the beginning through the end, taking into account, you know, where we kind of find the medium. And that's what, that's really what it is because we cannot negate all of those dots. And to be quite honest, the nature of a woman in being more sensitive and being more soft in her presentation and in her cycles, which sometimes have her pull back, um, sometimes if we were in natural cycles as opposed to hijacking them through medications, and some of them we have to be on because we have other things we need to do, like clean our gut and take the toxin load out of our body and our exposures and things like that. But in general, if we were able to go back on our cycles and listen to them, take the time to listen to them, the power that we would notice how at certain times of the month, we are much more intuitive. We can walk into a board meeting. We can walk into our business meeting. We can set up things in a way that's strategically to our advantage better at certain times of the month than others. And at other times, we feel the need to retreat. It is for our health. But society doesn't work that out, right? That's being a woman as if it's a bad thing. 
it's actually a really good thing if you could optimize using the skills that I have. If I could, if I could work on softer things, less physical things at a certain time, let's say if I'm a female athlete, if my coach understood that, they could actually get me to optimize my performance overall. They could maybe even minimize my injury risk, which is heightened at the time of ovulation. If we did not have the whole, you know, um, if, if there was some variance to the amount of agilities or, or a focus other times on making sure that, you know, there's a lot of stability work so that you're not predisposed because of hormonal changes. Do you see how we, if we could oh, just understand and open that book within ourselves? And, and that's what we're asking for. When we have these marches, we're asking to not just move out of fear, but we're asking to use work together to have that trust, that circle to talk to our sisters. I mean, we don't talk to our sisters. And if we're talking to our sisters, and I'm not just talking family blood, I'm talking about our peers, the ones going through puberty with us, the ones going through motherhood with us, the ones going through matriarch, the transition from, from, from mama to matriarch through the menopause the ones leaving the earth together, right? The older generation, if we don't find that tribe, at least maybe we can expand it to at least be in our gender, a bigger tribe, right? But if we don't even find that, right? If we don't find unity in that, it's going to be very hard to be confident, especially against the norm. So we need to build those lower three levels which in yogic science correspond to the root and the sacral and the and and the ego or the 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 manipura the svadhisthana and and the muladhara chakras muladhara being at the bottom svadhisthana and then manipura those three lower levels are essential. And if we want to go to the Western model and psychology, we need to look at the foundational support of the psyche, zero to three, three to six or elementary school or so, and then going into those teen years. Because by the time we start loving and having our passions, whether they be other individuals or starting to get an idea of what we want to do and bring to this life, we need a foundation that is not dependent upon someone else's voice giving us permission someone else's mindset influencing everything we want to do. We can't have confidence in what's rising up from our roots. We need to have our roots, first of all, to even be able to think of a plant, right? Think of a plant. We need to have our roots to be able to take from that fertile soil. So my hope is that after these marches, what we could be actually feeling right now, that euphoria is coming from that circle of, of, of trust that we have potential to work right now and the confidence we felt when we were in it. And hopefully we can take that up the next notch to establish that, that as a constant, to establish those three levels as a constant so that we can move truly into what it is we love and what we love hopefully is ourselves. I hope that it can get to the point where we can love and place ourselves as a priority so that we can be at our best voice, so that we can be at our best intuitive level, so that we can be with a clear mind to be engaged at the opportunities that we're asking for. Because it'll be only then that we will show that it can be done, that this hashtag curvy hustle that you might see can happen. 
that it doesn't have to be this linear, that you can bow out for a couple of, of, of years from a certain career, a profession, certain letters after your name, a certain level of performance, go into taking that same level of performance into your motherhood role, then decide you're going back because it was really important for the family health. You know, we want population health. Well, it starts with the population in each other's homes. And, and, and I hope we start to see how we need this. We need you to rise. If you have something that you are noticing, you're getting the calling, and by gosh, I know you've been getting it since about 2010 because that's who I'm talking to. That's who's listening to my podcast. That's who's watching my stuff. That's who's looking at the Guru Goddess Tribe work. That's who's on my Facebook and wanting to do something right now. Taking that first story and maybe even that second story, and you know you're on a third story now. And so I want to support you. I want to support you with the work that I've done. And that's everything from this business stuff, how to make it work. You know, a family-friendly presence in your industry. I'm not just talking about being able to stay in a job in your industry. I'm talking about being able to be a present force in your profession. Worldwide now, with the use of the internet, you can't be, maybe I can help you with the tech savviness. Very simple things, right? Maybe I can help you with the personal health. Maybe I can connect you with some of these lady boss badasses that I have as friends. And then when I make my, you know, some, some things on the horizon where it will be also my male friends and some of those stories and things like that, when, when I can connect you with just people who get it, what can you bring? You need to have those foundational pieces. And I am 100% on your side because I see the bigger picture. And I think you do too. So if you are somebody, if you, if you are a goddess on, in this tribe, I thank you. And I'd love to hear what you're doing. What are you bringing to this? What did you think of this, of this episode? What are you thinking of some of these things? What, what, what did this weekend um, and, and the upcoming weekend with Valentine's uh, week what, where are you in all of that with the self-love? Where are you in, the, in, in moving from survival mode and, and really deciding it's time to move towards that thriving mode, which is out of that fear? You know, it's not, I know some people are working on fearlessness. You know, fear's not bad. I don't want to be fearless. I just don't want fear to be a bad or, fe- or, or, or you know, to, to, to make my body chemistry, to make me, I, I, I want fear to be like somebody calling on the phone and the phone rings. I don't jump out of my skin and get afraid and say, oh, I don't, I'm turning off the ringer. I don't want to hear any rings. So I don't necessarily believe in fearlessness, but I would hope that you can turn your fear into fantastic and, and let it be an alert that something's off that you need to be on alert for your survival, what it is you need, that you need to trust someone, yourself first, to make and understand those connections, hanging around the right people, being able to courageously say, I trust in being led, that I'm really hearing the calling. You know, if you have a universal force, trusting in that. If you have good girlfriends, guy friends, good partner at home, good family, trusting in that. If you don't have that, finding a group, trusting your gut, literally right there, right? Right in the gut. And then having the confidence to have a voice. So let me know in the comments on the Libsyn page if you'd like to leave a comment or any of my social media that you're seeing this. Let me just hear your voice, even if it's a hello. If that's all you can say, that's fine. That's 100%. Give me a star. Give me a, you know, give me, give me a happy face. But 
if you can let me know your story, what are you working on? What, what did, what rose for you? What Shakti, what energy, what feminine vibe rose for you between this time of the Women's March and the upcoming Valentine's Day? What are you bringing into this arena now? Because we're at the end of the winter. We're still at that time to, 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 to bring in, to internalize. We're still in the cocoon. But it's soon going to be time for the butterfly to rise. And I'd love to understand what colors you're planning to have when you come out of that cocoon. All right, guys. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for your time. And we will see you next Valentine's Day episode on Owning Her Health. Thank you for listening into this episode of Owning Her Health with Dr. Lisa Holland, PT. To learn more about her personal and professional development service, visit her online at drlisahollandpt.com. 